Welcome back to New Rockstars, I'm Eric Voss, and Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker faces the difficult task of tying together nine films, a trilogy of trilogies, aka nonology, a term that sounds like what I said I majored in when I didn't pick a major yet. Majoring in nonology, dad. Based on the two trailers that have been released so far, cryptic clues have hinted at ways director J.J. Abrams might do that, and it appears to center around the return of the Emperor, Sheev Palpatine, aka Darth Sidious, the evil mastermind who is behind everything from Episode one through six, and perhaps even episode nine. Palpatine's iconic cackle echoed through the first trailer. In the D23 footage, his voice croaks, Your journey is its end. Add this to a number of other clues, like what look like the ruins of the second Death Star, essentially the grave of Palpatine, plus the appearance of a massive fleet of old-school Imperial Star Destroyers, plus the vision of an evil Rey with a dual-wheeled Maul-style red saber, plus some lingering questions about Rey's lineage, plus the speculated about plot threads from literary Material. All of these things have suggested that there may be a conspiracy at work to rescue the Star Wars franchise from the apathy many felt after The Last Jedi and Solo with a shocking finale that connects all the dots. We and others have speculated on connections between Palpatine and Rey and a number of very entertaining theories, but with recent reveals from the D23 footage and The Mandalorian, let us dive even deeper into this total conspiracy. As I mentioned, I am hardly the first to theorize that there must be more to the explanation we got about Rey's parentage in The Last Jedi. They were nobody. They were filthy junk traders. Sold you off for drinking money. They're dead in a pauper's grave on the Jakku Desert. <laughs> yeah, okay. A number of others have suggested that Palpatine's resurgence in the Rise of Skywalker could mean a revised explanation for Rey's lineage, because we are no strangers to magical thinking, and we don't like being told to forget about everything we love, so spit out the green milk and pick up the damn lightsaber! One possible explanation could have been hinted at in Palpatine's story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Darth Plagueis was a Dark Lord of the Sith. So powerful and so wise that he could use the Force to influence the midichlorians to create life. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew, and his apprentice killed him in his sleep. And we found out later that Plagueis' apprentice was indeed Sidious. That means Sidious could have used this midichlorian manipulation for genetic experiments. Like in the Legends book, Dark Empire, Palpatine actually resurrects as a clone body, transferring his spirit from clone to clone, and eventually Han and Leia's infant son, Anakin. But this storyline is obviously no longer considered canon. However, the concept of cloning obviously still is, with the Republic's army in Attack of the Clones being composed of clones of Jango Fett engineered on Kamino. We also know from the novel Shattered Empire that Palpatine arranged a contingency plan called Operation Cinder in the event of his death. Carried out by messenger droids with recordings of his face, the order was to ravage thousands of planetary surfaces across the galaxy via climate manipulation from satellites. Essentially, it was a, if I don't get it, burn it all down strategy. Actually, the game Star Wars Battlefront 2 expanded on Operation Cinder with a showdown at the Jakku Observatory, a place on the planet Jakku that contains Sith artifacts and star maps to the unknown regions. It is possible that Rey could be part of that abandoned contingency plan, like a genetic experiment by Palpatine left with Jakku junk traders who abandoned her. But I believe, based on new details, that this conspiracy goes even deeper. When that D23 trailer dropped, most were buzzing over why Rey was cosplaying as Darth Maul. Yes, it's a head-scratcher. But even more mysterious to me was the appearance of a fleet of Imperial Star Destroyers. If you look closely, they were ISD I-Class from the original trilogy era. From The Force Awakens onward, the Imperial Navy was supposed to be wiped out, replaced by the First Order. And if the First Order had a fleet of old-school Imperial Star Destroyers, you would have known about it. Like, they, they would have used it, probably. The book Aftermath Empire's End details the events after 
after the Battle of Jakku, in which the fragments of the Imperial Navy retreat to the Unknown Regions on the Star Destroyer the Eclipse, with Grand Admiral Sloan and General Hux training child soldiers to rebuild the Empire, saying that this will be their first, wait for it, order. Now, sometime thereafter, Snoke came in control of the First Order. Apparently, he was around the Unknown Regions, researching and learning the ways of the Force on his own, and in the last Jedi novelization, we find out that Snoke came to control the First Order by saving them from many enemies. Apparently, Palpatine could sense Snoke from the Unknown Regions while Palpatine was still alive, but he supposedly didn't know what Snoke was up to yet. But recently, we learned that the series The Mandalorian will reveal more about the origin of the First Order. That story will take place around when the First Order forms, between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. The series is premiering in November, and that places the Mandalorian season to coincide right with the Rise of Skywalker's release in late December. So what if the new detail about the origin of the First Order was another layer to Operation Cinder, in which Snoke, remember, was a wealthy snob who drapes himself in jewelry and golden bathrobes? What if this guy was used by Palpatine as a puppet, with Snoke's vast financial resources going toward rebuilding the Imperial Navy in secret? This fleet of Star Destroyers could carry on Palpatine's Operation Cinder plan to devastate planet surfaces. And in the D23 trailer, we see blasts ripping up terrain. That could be part of Cinder. I mean, folks, Snoke had to be a puppet, right? You could, you could see the seam. And either way, you could definitely use that corpse as a puppet now. Oh, look at me, I'm a joke of a villain. But why now, you might ask? Why would Palpatine's posthumous orders go dormant after the Battle of Jakku? And then why would he let Snoke in the First Order run the show for a whole generation, and then only now come back for the final chapter of the series? Well, I will continue this in a moment, but before I continue, thank you to Privacy.com for sponsoring this breakdown. Privacy.com is a free service that lets you buy things online using virtual burner cards instead of your actual credit card information. So, you know, you don't end up with a charge on your credit card for like a freaking fleet of Star Destroyers. You know, someone had to pay for those. And in addition to protecting your information when you shop online, privacy also protects you from getting double charged for one of your million content subscriptions. So for example, I have set up an account with privacy linked by bank account, and I'm creating a one-time card to pay for a YouTube Red subscription. And I'm gonna set the limit of the card for $1 so I can just try out YouTube Red for free for a month. So when I set up my YouTube Red subscription, I will use this dummy card number that privacy auto-generated. And later say I'd forget to like cancel the subscription, as we all do. Rather than the services being like, yes, good, I can feel your forgetfulness costing you a month of something you don't want. I will get notified when privacy blocks YouTube from charging me the full amount for the next month because this burner card's $1 limit was maxed out, keeping me safe. And yeah, this works for everything. It's so easy. And again, it's free. And we're going to make this deal even better for you guys. First time customers who sign up with privacy.com slash new rockstars will get $5 off their first purchase with privacy.com. Just go to privacy.com slash new rockstars. That's P-R-I-V-A-C y.com slash n-e-w-r-o-c-k-s-t-a-r-s to get five dollars off your first purchase now. So how and why does Palpatine return in The Rise of Skywalker? Well, we know this movie will revisit the ruins of the Death Star, with Rey and Kylo battling along the wreckage of what looks like the second Death Star's trench. Perhaps this return to Palpatine's gravesite awakens the spirit of the old Sith Lord, and he could reveal a deeper truth about Rey's lineage. Perhaps the theories are true, that Rey was actually genetically engineered by Palpatine, that the endless reflections of her in the Sith Cave in The Last Jedi, with subtle differences among each, actually
actually reflected her existence as one of many clone copies. And the reason that when she asked to see her parents, the reflection merely showed two shadow figures coming together to form herself. Or if you really wanna go bonkers, the reason Luke's lightsaber called to Rey could be that she was engineered from midichlorian filled DNA of Luke Skywalker's severed hand scooped up from Cloud City. A fingernail gets pulled off and then boom, you got a female clone birthed in a test tube in the Jakku Observatory. Palpatine's plan could be to manipulate and tempt Rey, pitting her and Kylo against each other as rival candidates to succeed him in his legacy. That image of Rey with the dual wield lightsaber could be a vision conjured by Palpatine's spirit, inspired by his past apprentice, Darth Maul. My child, imagine yourself with a weapon that befits your abilities. Actually, the official description of this moment in the trailer was sneakily changed on the Star Wars website from the vision of a Rey to the sight of Rey. Vision of a Rey? To me, sounds like a dreamlike projection of a Rey, like one of many Rays, or a hypothetical Rey, a Rey clone chained up in a Sith attic somewhere. And that phrasing being changed suggests to me that the previous wording might have revealed too much and some poor blogger lost a hand. But what form would Palpatine take in this plan? Resurrected in a new body as a ghost inhabiting objects like Vader's mask? Maybe. Or could his pre-recorded contingency plan emit from a host droid the way his voice and visage came from Operation Cinder Messenger droids? What droid would that be in the Rise of Skywalker? Well, what droid has, like Palpatine, been there the whole time? The whole time? I think we caught him red-handed, folks. Or should I say red-eyed? C-3PO. This nerd, built by the future Darth Vader himself, can't help but get cross-wired. It's his destiny, his source code. And in the weeks leading up to Star Wars Celebration last spring, 3PO actor Anthony Daniels tweeted a series of cryptic garbled tweets that, when decoded, rearranged into like a crummy commercial tease for the event. But what if those garbled tweets themselves were hinting at a deeper truth about 3PO in this film? One in which his CPU gets scrambled by an external force as he becomes the host of the ultimate ghost in the machine. The latest advocate of a secret operation unfolding under our noses for decades to position the true Skywalker successor to betray her legacy and dare her to rise to meet the challenge. If J.J. Abrams intends to hyper slice through the negativity with a bombshell that ties in the Skywalker legacy, the mystery of Rey's past and Snoke and the First Order, uh, all the prequel techno babble, and Palpatine's master plan, perhaps the answer is a total conspiracy. What what do you think is Palpatine's plan in The Rise of Skywalker? And what total conspiracy should we investigate next? Comment down below with your thoughts, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at EABoss, and subscribe to New Rockstars for more breakdowns of everything Star Wars. And uh, be sure to subscribe to our Star Wars podcast feed, WikiLeaks. Thank you for joining me, and if anyone wants to make a Snoke puppet for me, I will gladly feature him as a regular host on this channel. Welcome back to New Rockstars! I'm a huge letdown!